mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Can everyone just say something? Something. James, I'm a uh, one of the graduates. Um, I like to think I like to think that I will one day be a cult leader, start my own religion. Um, you know, it only, it only costs you a thousand bucks to get in. Don't worry, guys, it's pretty cheap. Dude, how are you gonna say that on the first episode? We're not even five minutes in. You're calling yourself a cult leader. I mean, we're not a cult yet. Like, who's we? You guys aren't part of my cult. Uh, let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> Joey, hello. Hello. Hopefully you don't mention cults this time. No. How's uh, it going, sir? It's been a weird week. Why has it been a weird week? Do you want me to tell you uh, right now on the <laughs> yeah. podcast? Let's get into it, Joey. Okay. So a quick, a quick little side note about me is I am known to always be the one to put that stink out into the room. And was, that, was that the stink <laughs> yeah. right there? I, I don't no, know. no. As he says that he farts. <laughs> I wish, but hey, we need to get a soundboard with a fart sound. A hundred percent. It's gonna happen. We're just gonna record Joey anytime throughout the day. Ooh, did you hear that? Thunder, thunder. Ah, okay. Ah, so. Ah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I. I shit like a 400-pound man who eats McDonald's for a living. And Let's get into it, man. My Let's commute go. to work is an hour and 10 minutes, about, currently, to the job I'm at. And I'm 20 minutes away, and I get this feeling in my stomach. The gurgling, the, the chills, the feeling, the feeling where all the blood in your face goes. And I'm in my car driving 17 minutes. And I'm out loud saying, Joey, you don't have to shit right now. You can hold it. 17 minutes. You're a grown man. Let's go. I'm saying it out loud, hoping. You give yourself a pep talk in the and I'm, car. I'm going <laughs> 70 in like a 40 because I am about to shit my pants. So this house is in the middle of the woods in a private little closed off neighborhood. And I park. I can't even get to the house. I run to the woods. I had some napkins in my glove compartment. I grabbed those. I bent nice. behind a tree, and I shit my brains oh out. Oh, my goodness. And I finally get it all out. You know, it's a quick 10 full seconds of pushing. <laughs> and the very first wipe is some fresh red blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. We're yeah. not even five minutes in, and we have somebody claiming they're a cult leader, and we're talking about you shitting blood. Yeah. So I want you, you guys to tone, know, right. one... The tone has been set. One, we're honest. <laughs> Two, we're <laughs> fucked up. I wouldn't say we're always Speak honest. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. I, I tend to be too honest, so I say a lot of fucked up things. And, and you have a bloody asshole. And now I'm scared to fart, and that was yesterday morning. I haven't pooped since, and I'm... <laughs> 
scared that the next time I do, there's going to be more blood. Dude, that might be a serious problem. But if I die, just want you guys to know, you know, you have to subscribe now. (laughs) Come on, dude, I'm dead. You got to listen. We're fucked before we even began. (laughs) R.I.P. the graduates, 2018 to 2018. 2018. Yeah. Yo, put him, put a in in memory with me with my thumbs up, <laughs> and just blood all over your face, and then have blood squirt on the screen and then drip down. No, seriously, you might want to go get that checked out, man. I should. Yeah. If you have a bloody stool, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I have to tell you that. But you don't. I know, but your girlfriend it's... is also a nurse. But and you ignore her I just too. don't like going to the doctor. Dude, your asshole is bleeding. What are you talking about? I know. What is the line? Is that not like a... Yeah, maybe now I should make an... I mean, maybe he put something in his butt that kind of tore it up a little bit. See, I wish. (laughs) I wish. Isn't that how, like, HIV was supposedly supposed to be spread back in the day, you know? like Uh, Unprotected butt sex and and drug use, yeah. But now we know anyone can get HIV, obviously. Blood transfusions, uh, guys sharing needles and then having sex with girls, and then those girls having sex with other dudes, yeah. And bloody assholes. Yeah, you know that's what I was saying. I wish I put something in my ass because then I'd be like, "Oh, what are you saying right now, Joey?" Dude, then it'd be like, "Hey, I put something in my ass that was too big. It's bleeding." Let's let's move on. Whoa, (laughs) but you gotta understand that is that is better than hey, I might have some disease or some condition and I might be dying. Dude, we've been talking about your asshole and bloody assholes for way too long. That's I gave you too long of a platform to talk about this, and now we are moving on. Okay, so like one of our friends. Um, I won't say who, but one of our friends, I think her brother is like a doctor and she showed me like a, a picture that was sent from her doctor friend or from her brother. And, uh, it was basically an x-ray where like a guy stuck like a giant ass, like bottle or something up oh his ass and you could see it in the x-ray. Mm. It's oh ridiculous. I'd say going off of that, someone I know who is a tech in the hospital, there's a guy who came in, he was married, he had severe abdominal uh, abdominal pain and he's given all kinds of bullshit all kinds of bullshit then finally his wife leaves and he admits he was put a cucumber in his oh ass oh my god and it actually pierced his stomach oh lining. my god so he put a giant cucumber all the way up his Guys. ass but was didn't want his wife to know and is willing to sit there like I don't know what happened this I don't is know our happened. first impression to everybody yeah Guys. now worried from our sponsors <laughs> cucumbers <laughs> For all uses. Dude, I'm out. I can't fucking believe this shit. Oh my uh, goodness. I was not prepped for all of this. Uh, I apologize to anyone who wasn't ready. I guess I should have had the disclaimer. I'm just imagining what's going to be on the timestamps. Like, <laughs> like a minute 30 is going to be like cult talk. And then two minutes 30 seconds is going to be like bloody asshole. <laughs> then we're going to talk about cucumbers in your ass. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Well, College. I mean, how do we... How do we segue from this? Uh, I don't know. So I found, I went home the other weekend Bloody to visit my brother, and I found out he's a heathen. What um, I found out he actually prefers crunchy peanut butter, and uh, I've heard of a lot of people who who prefer crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> That's not peanut butter. I don't know. I don't, what, what do you guys prefer? First? I prefer smooth. But see, Joey, I can tell. No, Joey's, you a, know, Joey's a crunchy guy. One time I went to the store, I got extreme 
chunky peanut butter. Opened it up, it was just peanuts. <laughs> what? That's Jim Gaffigan. Dude, you but, can't be recreating other people's jokes on this podcast. I just, dude, it came to me. But I'm a, I'm creamy all the way. Definitely. Yeah. Dude, crunchy. What is crunchy even? I don't even know what to expect. Dude, it's an abomination. If if you like mm-hmm. crunchy peanut butter, don't even listen to this podcast. I mean, no, no. It doesn't mean that. Yeah, don't we believe, support like, all, all I mean, peanut butter rights. Is it peanut butter sandwiches? Because who eats peanut butter sandwiches anymore? Well, PB&J. That's what I mean. I like, eat PB&Js. Like, when I put peanut butter and stuff, it's in smoothies. Are you disrespecting PB&Js right Smoothies, oatmeal, rolled oats. PB&Js. I mean, do you, when was the last time you made yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I've had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich probably two weeks ago. And before I that? Used, I have it once a week for lunch. Okay. Damn. I, I actually know someone who uh, eats a PB&J for lunch at work every day. Jelly is pretty sugary, so I think that's a poor option. Have you ever had a Nutella and banana sandwich? Amazing. Amazing. Highly recommend to everybody out there. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, I had a friend who was like really skinny and he was trying to bulk up. Every single day at the dining hall, he would get a Nutella, peanut butter, jam, and marshmallow fluff sandwich. Wow. Every single day. That sounds terrible for you, but it probably tastes amazing. Yeah. It's probably like 100 grams of sugar per fucking bite. That's like dessert. For lunch. That's, that's, yeah, it does sound amazing. Though. It does sound amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Peanut butter and Nutella. Dude. And bananas. In Italy, Nutella is rat. on, you can get it on anything and it is good. On Yo, so you've been to things. Italy, right? Yes. Let me ask you a question. Yes. I saw a video one time on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically these people waiting in line at an Italian deli. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like making sandwiches and then he stops and like he prepares a meat plate and then he walks it out to people in the line and everyone has a bite of it and then he goes back and continues making the sandwiches and he gives people free food. Is that what it's like? I didn't deal with that personally, but it could be like in the United States where just one place does something like that and they just happen to be in Italy. Because if that was the case, I was going to pack my bags and probably move. I didn't have to wait in lines long enough for that to even happen. Interesting. I, there's one line we waited on for maybe five minutes. But Do they like Americans there? Yeah. yeah. At least they seem to. I'm, there's there was some rude people, but that's anywhere where they only spoke Italian and they were kind of annoyed with us being there. It was in the Almafi Coast, so it's like a tourist spot. So maybe they're, they've been there for 50 years and now it's a tourist spot, so they're pissed off about it. But Interesting. I mean, we make them money, so. I got to travel more internationally. It's it's something that I never was into until Nico got me into it. Like, I never had any aspirations to travel across the world, but now it's, like, it's a must. Interesting. It's awesome. Have you ever traveled internationally besides Taiwan, James? Yeah, I went to a lot of places in China. You want to give a shout-out to anywhere? Um... Not particular. Taiwan. Shout out to Taiwan, obviously. That's where we would add the air horns. Uh-huh. It's just not. It's just not here yet. So I'll do it manually. Say, it. go ahead, go ahead. Shout out to Taiwan. Bow, 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 bow. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to Funkmaster flex it and every other word he says you can do one? Just do a quick remix. Taiwan. One, one, one. Hey, shout out to Funkmaster. Shout out Funkmaster. <laughs> Shout out Funkmaster Flex. <laughs> Where Brooklyn at? 
Brooklyn. Uh, I think it's I think it's over there. Maybe you should repeat the song three thousand times. Hey, he's a legend. Leave him alone. He's great. We like you, Funk Master Flex, sir. I don't um, sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor anybody? Please give us money, please. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm gonna go out here and say overrated. Funk Master Flex. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's an argument here. So people consider him a legend, and I I kind of what has he done? So he's put a lot of New York hip hop, uh, hip hop, hip hop on the map. Okay. Does he make beats and stuff, or like? So I have heard arguments of people saying he's ruined hip hop because he he forces people to, or supposedly you have to pay in order to like have him promote your music. Mm-hmm. Makes so sense. Not everyone wants to pay, so it's only people who are paying him. Maybe when he got big, that's when he ruined yeah. it. Because when I would I, when I listen to the radio. You know, back in the Stone Age when the radio was relevant. If he came on, I turned off 97.1 because I couldn't deal with... He would be playing a song and it'd be... The song be playing and he'd pause it. There's an event. Tonight. At 8 p.m. At this place. Bring your friends. And it's just like, dude... Just fucking say the message or play the song. So, Stop switching between the two. It's annoying. And then, yeah, I like Biggie. I like Brooklyn. I know where it is. You don't have to tell me 4,000 times. Like, the the one-minute intro, it's like, dude, I don't want to hear a one-minute intro where Brooklyn at. So it's Where fu- Brooklyn at? It's funny you say that because one time um, I was listening to uh, Funkmaster while I was in the car, and I timed, like, how long it would take me before I would actually get to listen to the song, right? What was it 55 seconds? No, no, no. So I started from point A, and then to point B, it took me 17 minutes, I believe. What? Right? The entire 17 minutes, I wasn't able to hear the whole song. He kept replaying it back. He kept doing what you did. And yeah. like saying what you did. So like 17 minutes, I didn't even get to hear half the song. I was like, wait, I don't even know the name. Of the- I don't even think I heard the chorus yet. But... In fairness, I've been listening to him recently, and he's pretty good. He's been trying to go back to like his actual DJing. He's been DJing parties and stuff. And I kind of, I kind of. Do you think what happened was he was in his own head, thought he was the man, and then just did whatever he wanted? So he had like a rant on one of the shows. I think he was talking about how like people. I don't know what triggered it, but I think people have been kind of talking shit. Where they're all right. I guess I'll show you what's good. Is is my guess, but like I'm not too well versed on the Funkmaster Flex history yeah. and. Because that's the thing is, I know he used to be amazing, but it's like... The radio's just changed, man. Radio's not the same anymore. Everything's streaming platforms. Everything. The radio has this garbage advertisement all the time. iHeartRadio. Yeah. Oh, are you looking for an ad for your business? 93% of people hear the radio every day. That's more than Facebook, Google, and everything else in the world. And it's like, hey, no one's paying attention. I'm at work. The radio is on all day. I know uh, the lawyer commercial, uh, like, uh, 888-8888, like, that's their phone number. And, like, it's a lawyer. What about like, Cars for Kids? Yeah. K-A-R-S, So there's that. Um, you know, I heard radio is Empire Today? Really? They follow for bankruptcy. I mean, makes sense. But, um... What's exactly? So I'm listening all day. I can name three ads I heard. So yeah, people are at work. The radio is playing, but no one's listening. 
Yeah, the radio's lost its appeal. Like, before it used to be, like, the hotspot. Well, it's the, and the now, only thing. Yeah, now, like, all right, so you got Apple Music, you got Spotify, so if you're paying, like, $10, I can listen to this whenever I want. So that's where the money is now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, radio is just kind of dying. And, and dying game. for you guys, when you listen to a podcast and they do advertisements beginning and or in the middle and stuff... Uh-huh. Do you have a preference, or when they play it in the middle, are you kind of like, come on? What do you mean? When they pause the podcast, say, hey, this is brought to you by Me Undies, because that's, you know, they sponsor every podcast that ever existed. Well, and then they go into it, and then it's like, all right, let's get back to the show. So I kind of like it when it's implemented. All right, so like I like how Joe Rogan does it, yes. like he does in the beginning, right? Beginning and end. I like when people are able to, like, sometimes people, like, read a script for a, a product, like, in the beginning or middle or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that either. Because it's, it's like, um, I think some the, people like to make it funny. You know, I, I'm Burr. a big fan of genuine stuff. Bill, yeah, Bill Burr's Burr advertisements cool. are definitely the best. Yeah, and he's just, like, kind of talking. He's just, like, being Bill Burr while reading this stuff. Like, I'm a huge fan of stuff. Zip! Like, he does stuff like that every time. <laughs> Dude, what was that? All right, so... So ZipRecruiter, <laughs> for ZipRecruiter, every time he'll do like a random pause, a really long pause, oh, and then say recruiter weird. So he'll be like, and like this ad comes from Zip. <laughs> like he does that all the time and it's his thing. And it's funny. Exactly. You're laughing instead of being, hey, this is ZipRecruiter. I'm more laughing at the fact that you know so much about other people so perfectly. Well, I'm so perfect. It's Bill Burr. You know everything about you. Were, who were you just quoting before Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, yeah. You just like it just comes off at the top of your head. Yeah, it's like, I have no thoughts of my own, so yeah, I'm just you just still filled with other people's knowledge. Yeah, you're just uh, you're a vulture. I'm a thief. Yeah. All right, moving on, James. <laughs> Yo, so, um, the other day I was in the subway, and, uh, there was a homeless guy, and he looked like he was pretty drunk, right? And he was in the subway car, uh, subway car while I was on my way to work. This is like 7.30 in the morning, right? And he's like, can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? No one is even acknowledging him, right? Like, you know how no one really acknowledges a homeless person in the right. subways? Uh, or anywhere, really? So then he started going on a rant, and he's like, if I died, no one would care about me. No one would care about me if I just died right here, right now. And then he continues walking. And, like, I was standing by the, the, the door where you can, I guess, open it up and walk to the other subway car, right? So he walks by me. And he's like, get out of my fucking way. You're just standing there, right? And I kind of started laughing, right? But what I'm trying to ask is, should you feel disrespected if a homeless guy treats you disrespectfully? No. Or should you just be like, he's homeless, like, let yeah, him have dude. that one. Because yeah. I had this thought in my head. I was like, yo, should I have said something to him? Or should I just let him be? Dude. Because, like, on one end, it's like, don't let anyone talk he, to you like that. He's going through enough. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. on the other end, it's like, yo, like, he's he's homeless. Yeah, you have to think from his perspective. You know how humiliating it must be to beg people for money? Yeah. Could but, you go outside and stand on the street with a cup and say, hey, can I have free change? Can I have spare change? But I've, I've seen a lot of people lie about, like, okay, so perfect example, I've seen people beg for money saying they need money for, like, a train ticket, 
and then they take the dollar, and then I've seen them go buy a lottery ticket and like scratch it off. Yeah. Like multiple times, I've seen yeah. shit like that. It's yeah. they're pieces of shit, but yeah. So um, I don't. I I changed my whole ass like perception on homeless people from a book from two books, Tribe and Twelve Rules of Life. But like that's I started just giving them money. That's the first Tribe reference. First Tribe reference first tribe by reference. Sebastian Younger. Ding, Great ding. book. And 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson, also a great book. But just about being better, because whatever. That guy might be a piece of shit. He might be begging for money to buy a lottery ticket. Whatever. It, are you going to waste a quarter? Probably. Like, the quarter you're giving up... I give, I give change. Like, I don't give full dollars, because there's too many homeless people, to, and I'm too broke. But, but I can't bring myself to give someone a dollar if I know they're lying about I mean, just... Like, especially if you commute a lot for work and stuff, try to notice, like, who you see consistently. Yeah, and that's, I do that. that's who you give money I, to. I give yeah. a lot of money to, like, homeless people. Like, yeah. I'm not a lot, like, comparatively. I, I know I do mean. try to look out for people, but, like, yeah. there's some people I see do the same thing every day. Like, some guy on the Jersey Transit comes in every day. Not every day. Like, once a week, saying, like, hey, I just got out of the hospital. I had an asthma attack. I'm just looking for, like, $7.32 uh, cents to get to, like, this stop. And he does it all the time. Like, yeah. we know he's just hustling people. Yeah. Right. But he, like, he could be homeless. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. And he's just, he's trying to find a tactic that allows him to eat. Because you got to look at it. For someone to end up in that position, it's not like life worked out great for them. And there's some rich guy who's like, damn, you know how I can make my next million? By saying I had an asthma attack and asking for $7 on the train. But how many homeless people have you seen beg you for money with fresh Nikes on? I've seen, plenty. That's, I've seen plenty. I've seen plenty. They got fresh Nikes. It's like they just walked out the store. It's like, yo, let me get a few dollars, please. But I said, come on. Sometimes people are sh- pieces of shit. Sometimes people steal shoes. It's always like the bad. Sometimes people bad apples ruin the bunch. Yeah, it's always like that. Yeah, yeah. I heard this one story. I think another one of our friends told us it was like she gave money to someone and then he gets into like a, a Benz or something, and drives off. Like what? That's crazy it's ridiculous um there are, people have no shame there's a no a, shame a constant like the bunch thing there's a an an internet thing uh, about it was about muslims and it was saying like oh you might say there's a billion but if you took a bowl of m&ms and there's one poison would you still eat the m&ms and it's like that's dude, like insane. that's dude, exactly it's just people will take the bad, the worst person of a group, and then say, "Well, that's the entire group." So I'm not, I'm not gonna give a quarter to someone who could be, yeah, not homeless. It's I like, try to do it like people who I feel like, like really, really, yeah, mean. like the so you got kids, or like you're sitting there crying, yeah, like especially when they hobble over, yeah, and they're hobbling on the side yeah, of the road with a cup and they're shaking. It's like that's a lot. That's pretty good acting. If that's the case, dude, go I've, get a job. So I've seen a. Um, one of those like you know uh, late night news specials like mm-hmm. uh, Fox and like CBS, yeah, yeah, like, the yeah. local ones right so they did an investigation on some homeless lady and she would act like she has a limp so she would basically walk on like all fours cause like oh like my back is messed up please give me money blah 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 right and they followed her so she did that act all the way until she got on the subway and she could walk upright she's like got a job and stuff but like people are willing to go the extra mile yeah Dude, even though it may be a few, don't get me wrong, but some people are willing to do it, and that's kind of scary. Dude, I, I've heard, like, reports, I don't remember the exact number the article said, but I've heard reports that, like, some people who, like, beg on the street can make, like, 30000 a year. That's 
Like people, people can, like if you get prime real estate in like New York City, you can definitely make good money doing that. But you gotta, you gotta. I don't beg for money. Like that's that's I'm, a whole other game. I guess begging for money is easier than having a job. Is that how they look at it? I don't know, man. I get. I don't know. It's hard. Like everyone has a different psyche. You Survival. Can, yeah, it's not, it's not one single psyche. That's why there's a reason that people who have jobs are begging for money, and people are willing to like lie and stuff like. Just I don't even like asking for money for charity. I yeah, feel weird seriously. about it. Just like begging people. Or like even like, yo, can I borrow five dollars off you really off you? Like I don't even like being that guy. For friends, it's like you you have that thing you say in your voice like in your head a few times. <sighs> just do it. They're your friends. It's not a big deal. You'll pay them. Just say it. You know. Hey, can I borrow five bucks? I'll Venmo you or I'll pay you I'll pay you tomorrow. But for a random person, I couldn't do it. I'd rather yeah. walk home. It's tough, man. Begging for money. Yeah. Thankfully, we have jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be another uh, financial crisis 100%. or anything? It's coming soon. Yeah. So, if it's a housing crisis... It's not, I don't know if it's going to be housing. Housing that's, happened because it was a whole complicated... I, I yeah, mortgages. Student loans. Yeah. That's my personal belief. That yeah. could be a huge factor. But what do you think about one of the big reasons student loan debt and college prices gone up is because of government subsidies... Have you heard that argument? Um, All right, so basically, say say college was $5,000 a semester, right? Back in the day. And it was hard for people to go, hard to get loans. And then the government said, hey, we're going to give anyone a loan who wants a loan. So then the colleges were like, wait, the government's going to give a loan to anyone who wants a loan? Oh, well, that's really cool because now Rutgers is $20,000 a year. And now the government will pay that, will pay for that and that's why school prices went up so much but is that what it was or it could be the opposite that is like no, that school prices are 20,000 now so it's like alright the government needs to come in and no they did that 10, they did that before to try to get more people to be able to go to college and then but schools there's a, there's raise their prices process behind actually getting a $5,000 loan or all of these I mean yeah. who you're getting the loan from though like yeah. government or like private loans. If it's a government loan, it, it's based yeah. on yeah. need. On need, right? Mm-hmm. You can get a, a student or like a parent plus loan, and they'll just hand that shit out like it's hotcakes. Exactly, it's, it's debt to them. That's that's good. But then people they raise the prices because they know they're gonna get money, because they know people are gonna be going to well, school. It's kind of, it's kind of I don't just, think that's yeah. Go on, go on. It's it's kind of similar to what happened with housing. Like not exactly the same, but it's the same idea where like you know home loans were so secure for a long time. And then they started, they were like, oh, banks were like, yeah, we have no problem giving away these loans because we're pretty sure like we're going to get it back slash mm-hmm. collaterals on the house and stuff. And boom, you know, they start giving out loans to everybody. It's not even that. They were taking these loans and selling them. So they weren't holding oh, yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah. They took these loans and made them a product and then sold and them. Right, interest, right, right. And the it had to do with interest rates too, right? The interest rates were yeah, too so low. Yeah, interest rates go higher. No, yeah, because so many people could pay back their loans okay. Like that's why the interest... Or sorry, I don't know. So they they were like doing like variable. I mean, this is long and complicated, but like, I guess the gist is they were doing predatory loans. <laughs> uh, Jackbox party box. Oh yeah. So they were doing like predatory loans, loans, where basically they were trying to look for people who had a high chance of default. So because you can give variable 
rates mm-hmm. and you can give high rates. Okay. Right? So you do that, you get a commission. So like everyone had an incentive to like be involved in this process, right? So people who are getting these loans are getting a lot of commission off of it, so they're happy, right? And then the banks are getting these loans and it's high risk. So like they're just making it these products and they're selling it. So they don't hold the risk anymore. So it just like the risk kept getting kind of passed off. Passed the buck. And, yeah, and I, and like I de- definitely oversimplified the entire process, yeah. but that's kind of so what do you like think the interest rates are coming in yeah so you think student loans is next i i think it could be, so yeah. something is people been saying it's gonna burst for a long time now dude it's too big and there's definitely another recession i saw there's saying. a stat yeah a bunch of people keep saying that that one in eight divorces now is because of student loans dude student loans are ridiculous i'm gonna look at the, the total value of student i think it's like 300 billion student i'm not sure student Loan um, market, market, student loan market. Sure, I, I just to clarify what I was saying before about um like the, the housing and everything. It it's kind of like what led up to the situation that Anish was describing. You know, because people were able to buy houses so easily and stuff, and then it led up to them. Student loans right now are one point three trillion dollars. Damn, that is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, but dude, I mean, dude. The people that run the school deserve ten million dollar salaries. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we need to we just spend millions on a failing football program. Oh my God, Rutgers! No, but, all right, see, in fairness, a football program, even though they may not be good, brings in a lot of of course, money. Of course. not money. One, a lot of uh, publicity. Yeah, and it brings in a lot of like brand name recognition. People will go to a school because of of a team, right? But. We are still in New Jersey. We are still not that good. So you're basically going for the Big Ten. But wouldn't you, if you were the best player in the state of New Jersey, wouldn't you rather go to a better school? No, not necessarily. Now we have a better argument to make to recruits. But how has that panned out for us so far? We've only been in the Big Ten for a few years. You, exactly. See, that's the thing. Like you, you can't expect slow immediate growth. results. Yeah, it's a slow yeah. growth. New Jersey has great athletes. Yeah. Basketball and football. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all but, agree on that. I mean, New Brunswick... All right, so in New Jersey, the the appeal with New Brunswick is how close it is to New York City, how close it is to Philadelphia. Location is prime, right? Yeah. Let's be real here. Rutgers is also a party school. That's appealing to a lot of college That's students, true. right? That's another thing. Three, there is some sort of school spirit. Like when you go to football games and like it's a good football game, like you feel the energy there. It may not be as great as other places. Don't get me wrong. And four, like some people want to stay close to home. Like yeah. there are some people who are like, yeah, now this is a good program playing good teams, and I can stay close to home and do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a good look. But the problem with it is not that like, the problem like, what I don't like is that the money that we're spending that we're supposed to go to our education and help make our school better is going to football. Which again, like you have the art the right argument saying like you know it'll bring in all this other stuff, but at the same time like this is supposed to be for our education for like us getting better and learning more. Well. There's the football program is in turn eventually going to make a lot more profit, which then can in turn go towards education. Exactly. Right, no, I, I get that. But it's like you're saying, it's such a long process. Right. That's like, what See, the fuck, man? When you're going to college, you're going for more than an education, in my opinion. Oh, way more. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The education like is for education, education is almost last. Yeah, you're going there for growth. Let's, like, as a recent graduate. <laughs> <laughs> um,. You definitely go in there for the like network. Yeah, network to meet people, to have a good experience. Like yeah. there's 
get that degree. Yeah, like, and people go to school not just like, yeah, it's the best. Like, you're looking for a good overall picture. Like, sports is bring school spirit, right? Like, so the reason I say this because I went to the University of Pittsburgh, right? School spirit there was through the roof, right? People would camp out the night before to go to college basketball games, right? Like, we've done that. People... Um, college football games are packed out. Like, they had chance. Like, the intros to the college basketball games were insane, right? So, like, I understand the value that it brings to a school. Definitely. Because it brings Definitely. the spirit, it brings, like, the camaraderie, and it just brings the experience. So, like, that's why I think it's very important to have. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, it would be good to see them putting the money towards other things as well, you know? Like? Because well, you got to take away from something. Better facilities. Well, the business schools, the, the new business school is gorgeous. Yeah, in nah, fairness, all it's of... ugly as... Sorry, sorry, Rutgers, but it's ugly as hell. I like it I a lot. I think design, architecture-wise, is so ugly. I like it. I, I personally really like it. It's modern. It is modern. It's so modern. It's, it's terrible modern. It's... Oh and all the investments that we've seen are have happened after we graduated. Like, if you go back to college, I have college, no, I have yeah, it's completely, completely different, different now. Completely different, for sure. They came... That's the, that's the profit of the Big Ten, too. All yeah. of this money came. But one of the issues is so many stupid events Rutgers would hold, like... The, the different programs would have all these big events all the time. That like what? I can't even remember because they were that you worthless. Got specific, buddy. The the Della the group. <laughs> I wish, but yeah, there was a group. The governing pro. Governing. Okay. They, they had. They were purple. Whatever their thing was, it was purple. Rupa. Maybe. That's my mom's name, too, so... Um, that sounds familiar. What's Rupa uh, Rutgers University. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They were purple and white. And they had hold events And they hold the events, time. yeah. And it was... Concerts and, like, yeah. different things. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this free concert. And then you think, wait, this is coming from our tuition. It was like, never this free. this is our money. It was never free. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this event is stupid. We don't need this. No. Nah. So they were always allocated a certain amount of money by... Like, certain organizations are allocated a certain amount of money. Exactly, and I'm saying their organization, those but events were worthless. It's not really that much. Like, they'll have a budget of $10,000, like a dollar a student. Like, what? Like, yeah. That's like three books. But put that 10 grand <laughs> what in something that That's honestly three books. Like, what, what are you going to invest <laughs> But it's in? like, you could. <laughs> three three you more could, books for a student? You could do more with 10000 than you could with See, the like, stupid events they held. I didn't really. I, I guess I, I disagree with you guys a lot on this because, like, again, those. I th- event kind of events I think are very important in terms of having a college. Well, like you want those kind of events if you're a record. Those events were I'm not there was a lot of cool events, but yeah. I'm saying a lot of theirs were so dumb and there was maybe see, 200 people there out of 40,000. Dumb to you and me, but if 200 people are showing up to an event, that's a pretty good There's 40,000 people who go to the school. Yeah, that's a failure. How many people even know about that? I don't know. I just think like First of all, not even everyone knows about it. 200 people coming to an event that's probably not even that much of a budget is not that bad. I guess. I just look at it in the in the terms of numbers. Because it, like, it may not be cool to me and you, but like, to other people yeah. that are going. I, imagine you had 40,000 Instagram followers and then 200 people liked your post. Yeah, but like... Be like, what What about those other 39,000 people? The entire yeah. market is going to come. Right, right. Like That's not ever realistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying, look, oh, yeah, I have a... a a brand new shoe, a hundred million people live in the United States. I can get at least one million. That's only one percent. Like that's the same logic. Like I don't think it. it but really that's works. that's a lot. I'm not like I understand what you're saying, but I'm not saying that exactly. I'm just saying the ratio. Yeah, of no, two hundred to forty thousand is pretty terrible. Uh, but imagine all those hundred million people paid for the shoes already. What shoes? And all they had to do was come pick them up, and the then. Like you said, of a hundred million people, um, I have shoes. Like a million people will buy them. 
Imagine a hundred million people got free shoes and then only a million people See, so came and picked them up. I worked in student life, so like I was a little more around these organizations. Uh-huh. Like their budgets for these things are not that much. Yeah. It's honestly like for a concert and like all these small events, like maybe it was like $150, $200. Yeah. Like we're not talking like, oh yeah, all of this money's being pumped into yeah. to these organizations. It's a little ba- bit amount of money. Yeah. So like yeah, I don't care if if of all if I'm paying twenty five thousand dollars, you're telling me a dollar is gonna go to the student organization. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a concert that I may go to. Yeah, fuck well, it, not, I'll give it. I'm to not you. talking about the concerts. That's what I keep no, saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like the there's a hot dog and like uh, maybe some stupid thing to throw or like <laughs> like you know just oh random, yeah, random the the hot dog and just, uh, throwing just like it. random ass things that it's just like what what's the point of doing all this? That's a good point. I don't know. Some events, though, were dope. Like you said, the, the concerts? Yeah, that's cool. I love those concerts. But, you know, there's a lot on College Ave that you'd go to the bus stop and you'd be like, I'd rather be 10 minutes early to class and see what's <laughs> going on here. And that's when you know. There were some events they fucked just up. like all around Rutgers, mm-hmm. thrown by multiple organizations, just like, yo, I've never heard of this thing happening at all. Like, what is this? Like, sometimes there were just parties, like, next to my... My dorm room? Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like, how did I not hear about this? Kids learning marketing. Still haven't figured it out, but they're learning. Like, it looks like a bumping party. That's how you That's how you figure out things, is you have to fail and then learn from it and then be better. But one of the problems is a lot of the kids, by the time they figure it out, they graduate, and then it's someone else's <laughs> turn to, <laughs> to graduate. Uh, <laughs> the graduates. Little bits. That was a bit unnecessary. What, whispering? Yeah, the whispering just kind of made it a lot more sensual than I was hoping. I was going for the little bits. You weren't hoping for it to be sensual? No, not the first episode, but I guess like, based on how we started, I shouldn't be surprised it's going this way. I'm sorry if we disappointed you listeners based on how we started. Because um, I mean, like, that's, that's hard to match. Here's you know? the thing. is We're just doing stuff. We're just doing we're being stuff. us. We're not going to be fake and try to fit a mold. We're just going to be us. And then some people will like us. Some people won't. Whatever. That was very inspirational, Joe. Yeah. Thanks that's what the, life is about, you guys. Time. Can we give him a... Hey. Motivational Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe uh, Motivational. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. Uh, That's my new name, Joe announcer. Motivational. Joe, yeah, you can work on that. Joe Motivational. And don't ever make that face when you say that ever again. <laughs> they couldn't see my face. That could be your Instagram account. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Joe Motivational? Joe Motivational? Yep. Joe Motivational. Should I be one of these motivational speakers who's never actually done anything? Dude, like, you could, these life coaches you and stuff? You can fake it, you can make it, man. No, but do you, do you guys ever see that? Like, <laughs> the life coaches that they're our age and 28 and they have no real achievements i could definitely be a life coach but like what have you done that would make you a qualified life coach? all right ready this is this is this is how you be a life coach number one give good advice joey i think you're doing a great job but i need to see a little more going forward (laughs) that's the first (laughs) that's the first step yeah now you pay me ten dollars yeah you change the positive critique with the hey you need to do a little bit more (laughs) but you're doing great yeah. Wow! 
Thank you. Listen, I, I've seen improvements for you, but I need to see a little bit more now. I think you need to take it to the next level. All right? The so next. what you need to do is you need to focus in on what you're doing and not... You got you need to be like a racehorse. Just focus in completely on what you're doing and not look around. Tell wow. me that wasn't good. I bullshitted that wow. entire thing. Come on. Can I give you half my Life salary? Coach? Life coach? All right. Sell me this... this. Mouse. All right. So for everyone who doesn't know, this is a Bluetooth mouse. But how does a life coach sell? A life coach is not. I mean, isn't that with that guy, Jordan, whatever the Wolf of Wall Street guy, what he was doing? You know. Well, he was selling illegal things. But he's he also he was like, also a salesman. But he became like a motivational speaker and everything, right? Now, after getting arrested and yeah. caught and all that stuff. Right, right. But then he at the end of the movie, at least he goes up to that guy at the end. And he's like, Yeah, but sell I, me this pen. I just wanted to be a life coach. I don't want to be Jordan Belfort or whatever his name was. Yeah, what I'm talking about. I can motivate you. You want me to motivate you? Yeah, sure, motivate me. All right, motivate me to do something you think I wouldn't do. What wouldn't you do? Um, stick a cucumber up my butt. <laughs> this is full circle, huh? Do you want me to take this? Hey, one? James. What's up? You wanted to explore new boundaries. Sometimes sure. you gotta step out outside of your comfort zone. Okay. And you gotta welcome things into your life, into. Whatever you're looking to accomplish, don't be scared, James. Experiment. What do you think? Was that good? I feel like I didn't motivate. See, that could have motivated me to do anything, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it's generic. Well, like it's like I don't necessarily feel like I want to put a cucumber. I in also my wouldn't want to sit here okay. and motivate you to put a cucumber in your ass. So like, All right. I guess. James. Oh, so, here we go. Oh, you no. know, our, I apologize beforehand. You know our friend, who is uh, he's a homosexual. He's a close friend of ours. Not a niche, different one. <laughs> and you know how happy he is all the time. That's because he's getting big things put into his butt. All right, thanks everybody for joining <laughs> us this time. Um, I hope you enjoy part two. Hopefully part next time, part two. Oh, this is part this one. This is part one. Yeah. Hopefully next time. Oh yeah. Stay tuned for part two. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed part oh. one. Um, hopefully next time we aren't going to talk about. Things in our buttholes and bloody assholes. I'm Maybe we'll be a little more appropriate. And don't ever shake your ass in front of our face ever again, Jimmy. Alright. I'm scared. Thank you, everybody. It hurts. <laughs>